Hi, this is the Think Queerly podcast, and I'm your host, Darren Steele. As a queer thought leader, a neuro coach, and a writer, I help LGBTQ creators and change makers develop and increase their self-mastery so they can go from confusion to making an impactful difference in the world. Now, what I want to talk about today is awareness and how sometimes we're used without our realization or conscious awareness by big corporations who prey on our emotions of belonging and acceptance. So I published this piece earlier this week, and it's called Everything We Value, We've Been Taught to Value. Don't be pinkwashed by corporations vying for your LGBTQ money this Pride Month in June 2022. And here's the thing. Flying the pride flag, the non-binary flag, the trans inclusion flag, or any variation of those flags or putting up, you know, the little sticker decals that you can put on the inside of the window of a business during the month of pride, which is generally June, but different in different countries and different states or provinces, provinces, (laughs) in different provinces in Canada. It doesn't mean a damn thing if that pride only goes up from June 1st until June 30th, and suddenly disappears or is ripped from the windows for the beginning of July. All that is happening is that those businesses, those corporations are capitalizing on pride to increase their profits. It's what's called rainbow capitalism. When a big business decides, hey, if I use all these colors of the rainbow for my soda product, my water product, if I just put something on the outside of my beer can, and then once those cans are sold out, well, they won't be available at the beer store or liquor store anymore. Great. Oh, we're just going to change our logo by making it have all the pride colors. I'm sick of it. I am tired of it, and I'm sure you are too. But here's the thing. We're not helpless in this awareness, because you have the power to demand inclusion and dignity and respect 365 days a year, because you can take your purchasing power elsewhere. There's nothing wrong with buying from a big business or a big box company or a big corporate behemoth if they demonstrate diversity, inclusion, equity, If they demonstrate every single day of the year that they are invested in supporting LGBTQ lives. So this is just a, a gentle call to action with some ideas. It's not necessarily about protesting. It's amazing what you can do with a dollar in your pocket, with a hundred bucks in your wallet. If you decide who you're going to give it to and whether you're going to support One, either LGBTQ plus owned or generally staffed businesses or allies who put their money where their mouth or their statement of support is all the frickin time and it never comes into conflict. So the businesses that support you tell other people about that. 
let people know about the businesses and the service providers and the companies that you support who also support you every single day. Now, these businesses, they should be supporting you so much that you that they don't really need to fly the, the, the pride flag, but they do it anyway. It's just the right thing to do is how they think about it. And they do it every single day of the year proudly, just as you might, because they recognize the importance of inclusion, because they recognize the importance that we all want to belong, and they also recognize that this is the nature of capitalism. <laughs> we want customers as a coach who works with clients. I want my clients to come back and keep working with me and renew with me. I primarily work with LGBTQ people, so I want to make sure I give them the best experience possible. But whatever my business were or is, I want to make sure I do the best by my customers and my clients. So you can buck the corporate trend and also support local businesses. Now, this is another thing. This was the hashtag that was trending for quite some time early on in lockdown during COVID to support local businesses to help keep the so-called mom-and-pop shops or the independent retailers and restaurants and tiny corner stores alive, especially the ones that had to close because they were dependent on in-person shopping or dining. <clears throat> so how do you do that? How do you consider continuously choosing to support your, your independent bookseller, hairstylist, craft shop, restaurant, small batch brewery, the furniture shop, the fruit and vegetables shop that exists in your neighborhood? Well, Take a stroll. Go for a walk around the neighborhood that you live in. If you live somewhere in a downtown area or even a smaller town. What shops and businesses have you never gone into? Maybe they don't sell something that you're interested in, but have you checked them out? Because you could always tell somebody else about them. Now, also notice throughout the year, which ones have a pride flag or something like that hanging from the outside, inside the store, or a window decal. Now, if you live in the suburbs and it's just, you know, row of houses after row of houses and you need to get into the car, well, head out to your nearest town and do the same thing. Become acquainted with your local options. Yes, I understand there's convenience in having things delivered, but can you have things delivered from your local independent grocery store, from your local independent shop? Here's another thought. Think chains and, you know, individual chains lock together. So screw the chains, you know. Chains keep you bound to someone else's control. Now, <clears throat> some chains, some big box stores are doing a great job. But they're the easiest ones to find out what they're doing with their money when it comes to political investment and who they're buying in politics to get their own way, their own tax write-offs and tax reductions and so on and so forth. This is this happens in Canada, but it happens to the greatest extent, I think, in the United States with basically the United States Senate, no matter what party, being bought by businesses. Getting back to the main point, small businesses might charge a little bit more for the products because they can't sell by volume. But sometimes you can be surprised. You know, sometimes they manage. And they may also have those unique items that are hard to find or the big box stores don't carry. 
I know, Amazon usually carries everything. And yes, I sometimes shop at Amazon, but very rarely. I get a certain number of my books there because sometimes I can't get them from anywhere else. And sometimes it depends on how much money you have. Maybe you don't have enough money that you can afford to pay 20% more for something when you know you could get it somewhere else. That's a difficult decision that only you can make. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. You have to make a decision so that you can also survive. The other thing is sometimes a small store will stock something that is made by a local artist or a craftsperson who might not have any other outlet, or if they tried to sell it on Amazon, would get very little profit in return. And they actually do better by working with this independent store. That's where we find these little gifts, these little gems that we wouldn't find otherwise, because we have to walk into a store, see it with our own eyes, pick it up, or maybe in some cases even smell the aroma if it's candles or something scented. So the existential queer question is this. Who do you want living and working in your neighborhood who supports you as a human being, who supports you as a queer person? Should have made this, I think, relatively clear about now, right? But your money has the power to change lives. Your money has the power to influence the market overall the more people who are allied with you in your spending decisions and choices about what companies and businesses and services you're going to support because they serve you. So the thought or the invitation is to invest your money wisely in those individuals and businesses that respect who you are without you having to demand it from them. And there's a time and a place for demanding that businesses show up. But that's a tension, right? And it may take time for the tension to resolve before that business that changes their mind or their priorities fully comes around and wants to be involved. And you might not want to go to all that energy because that particular business maybe doesn't make you feel good or welcome. In other words, Allow those small businesses, if you're shopping local, to earn your business as a reward for their respect, understanding, and inclusion. And the only way we can collectively impact big corporations that manipulate LGBTQ consumers by pinkwashing us during Pride Month is to dissolve their influence where it hurts most, is to diminish their profit margins, is to stop talking about them. Because these big businesses, AT&T in the United States was one, I believe FedEx as well, you can very easily Google to search for the companies that are doing, that are using rainbow capitalism to their advantage or pinkwashing and find a list of the companies that are turning around and supporting LGBTQ causes for the month of June, but then are at the same time sending money to anti-LGBTQ politicians, 
and specifically evangelical right-wing politicians. Disney has got themselves caught up in this mess trying to claim, oh no, it's equal opportunity for us to put our money into the individuals or uh, political positions that we feel are going to benefit as a, us as a company. Well, on the one hand, that's true. On another hand, that lacks real moral integrity. Because then the company is trying to have everything for itself in its own way, and it doesn't give a fuck um, about the dignity of human lives who both work for the company and also pay for streaming services or pay to go to the parks and have fun. But at the same time, they're putting money into the Republican Party, uh, you know, that is just doing everything they bloody well can to make the lives of LGBTQ people and unfortunately mostly trans individuals exceptionally difficult. So to bring this all together and to reiterate, queer liberation is not rainbow capitalism. Queer liberation early on was really trying to make changes to how society was organized, to look at the norms, to look at the structures, to question everything, to question the validity of marriage, to question the validity of the binary uh, coupling, um, to get married, for example, to question why taxes were only paid to married or common law individuals, and so on. There's been a lot of assimilation of LGBTQ lives into dominant cultures. It's something called homo-nationalism that I talked about with Tim McCaskill several episodes ago. Right or wrong, here's where we are. But we still have power as a group of individuals identified as LGBTQ or as allies. And why I called this post at the beginning everything we value, we've been taught to value, is exactly this point. We have been taught to value or rather, we have been taught the social value of capitalism. We can challenge that all we want. We can disagree with capitalism all we want, but it's here to stay for now until we find a different approach to it. So the best way for us to queer capitalism, to improve it, to help capitalism include demonstrably LGBTQ lives is one of three things. Number one, shop locally. Support the individual retailer and service professional. <clears throat> when you build a relationship at the local level or one-on-one, -on -one, it's like going out on a date or getting a new friend. It won't matter the gender or sexuality of the person running the business. If you get to know them and they get to know you, you know what that means. You know how that becomes a relationship, and then you want to do work with that person. Number two, minimize or completely stop shopping at businesses that have funded any LGBTQ plus initiative or anti-LGBTQ politician in the last two years. Do your research and find out who those businesses are, and when you find out, share that list with your friends, send it out by email, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter. Make these corporations 
transparent and responsible for their choices and their actions. This isn't defamation. It's public information, and it's allowing people to make choices about where they want to spend their money so that they can make ethical decisions with respect to rainbow capitalism. Last point number three, shop and invest in businesses that proudly serve LGBTQ plus people every single day of the year. I mean proudly. They could be allies. They could be part of the community. They show up. Maybe they have a booth at a Pride event. Maybe they regularly donate and make it public. Maybe they quietly donate and support LGBTQ causes. But they're there for you. So it's, I think, responsible for us to be there for them. And the only way to reduce the obscene profit margins that lead to obscene amounts of power and control over society is to change your values about where you spend your money, to whom or to what business you give your money. And if you give your money to corporations that disapprove of your humanity, who consciously and regularly act against LGBTQ rights, and freedoms, you're part of the problem. Remember I said earlier, maybe you might not have the money to have the freedom. And it could be really difficult and challenging to make these decisions. But only you can make those decisions. Only you can live with the choices that you make. But there are always ways. There are always solutions even if they're not as perfect as you would like them to be. So if you want to be part of the solution, one of your values, or call it ethics, needs to be this. I support businesses that actively support LGBTQ plus dignity, inclusion, and rights. So I ask you, and I'd love to know, leave me a comment, message me on Twitter or LinkedIn. What are the local businesses where you live that you support because they support you? All right. Thank you so much for listening. And if you've been struggling to have an impact and make a difference in the world as a queer thought leader or a creator, or you don't know where to start, Let's have a conversation. Let's get together and meet for an ideation discovery session where I'll help you get insight into whatever issue it is that you're dealing with and you want to resolve. To help you get clarity so you can come up with strategies to create a direction and then get into what I call emotional alignment, which is your motivation that's going to drive you forward and help you take the next easiest, smallest step towards accomplishing your goal. The link will be in the show notes or just head over to my website, darrensteel.com and look for the link at the top of the page. Um, Let's work together is I think what it says right now. Thanks again. Happy Pride and take good care.